0: it doesn't matter how good a story is if the characters are badly designed and like don't have good personalities nobody's going to follow the story you know i believe what drives a good story is the characters because you want to follow their journey why should i care about you hey everyone how has your week been
1: if you're new welcome aboard If you've been listening to us for a while, welcome back to Pod4Creative. We're now at our fifth episode where we'll be discussing the art of storytelling. Joining us on today's episode is myself, Shona, Sean, and our guest, Armin. Armin is a friend of ours who is also a graphic designer and an illustrator, and he's currently creating his own comic. So tell us a little bit about your comic that you've been working on.
0: Well, pretty much, this comic I've been working on, it's been in production for about five years now. Well, yeah. the characters I've had designed over five years ago, I guess. It's only now that I'm actually starting on the story, which is a bit ridiculous, but um, I've been thinking about the story for a while. I didn't know how to start it, you know? I've been going around like, just brainstorming possible starts and stuff like that. But this time I went back to basics of like, how the Shonen shown and do it and just search for something, you know? <laughs> So the main plot of the story now is searching for a soul stone. The soul stone pretty much grants users' abilities to use their souls, but that's all I can say for now. <laughs> Exclusive. Exclusive It's top content. secret as well. Yeah, it's yeah. top secret, you know. Keep it like, in. Yeah. 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 just don't upload this. No. <laughs> 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 yeah, this will be an uh, well, internal I'm bio. kind of wondering, like, because
1: you've been thinking of the story for a while and, like, like, when you started to put action to the story what's going through your brain when you're like okay <laughs> it's time
0: last year i had a start but so i describe it I only got a few pages in before restarting pretty much the orig- one of the original concepts were the main character is called yugo his grandfather got sick due to some weird disease this was before the pandemic happens so. <laughs> yeah that was like a starting point for him to set out that was a reason for him to set up but now I've, um like i said i scrapped it and i've moved on to my next um concept which i started like about a month ago so Initially, he's he starts off as a kid again, um, as a flashback episode, a prologue, pretty much. He has a book given to him by his grandpa about souls and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and the possible existence of the Soul Stone and soul abilities, all that type of things. Yeah, he, since he's living with his grandpa and auntie, his auntie disapproves of it, saying it's all fake, not a it ever existed, you know. Mm-hmm. But Yugo insisted that he saw a soul, like a soul user, when he was a kid, and that's why he wants to set out and find the Soul Stone, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much the premise of the story
1: (laughs) (laughs) can't reveal too many details (laughs) so the title of the story of all your comic what's the title and where can people read the story
0: yeah the series is called soul storm it's going to be uploaded on webtoons and my website right now chapter one is still in production i do plan on doing um, an october release date and then Mm -hmm. from there release one chapter monthly about like 10 to 15 pages each month
1: Mm
2: -hmm. yeah well, I think we'll probably keep our listeners posted on what's going on with it. If, <laughs> if it I do out. manage
0: to finish chapter one early, I'll give to these guys their post as an exclusive episode. Ooh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's exciting.
0: But we'll see how it goes.
1: <laughs> so, the Soul Stone and the story premise, like, I know you've been thinking about the story for a while. Yep. What's influenced that story or inspired that story?
0: It's a mixture of a lot of things that I grew up with I guess, Dragon Ball Z is the main one and as of recent Jojo's Bizarre Adventure with like the special effects, the menacing and stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> You know what I
1: mean? Yeah, Jojo's <laughs> Bizarre Adventure has a really unique style mm-hmm.
0: And recently with One Piece I started watching again because I've, initially I've just seen like episodes, scattered episodes not like I haven't been watching it back to back but oh, now yeah. I started from the beginning and I want to mm-hmm. go through every single episode now Yeah I'm about 100 episodes in so I guess thanks to One Piece, I sort of figured out what I wanted to do with my story. So Luffy, he wants to find the One Piece. Um, I've been influenced by that. Hugo, he wants to find the source Stone. <laughs> I can't really say too much. You know? <laughs> I don't want to spoil anything, but we'll have a big impact on the story in the third arc, I believe. First part of the story short.
2: Yeah. It's interesting that you uh, bring up One Piece because I know mm-hmm. for a fact um, Enchira Oda, the author of that, he spent like most of his childhood planning One Piece and like slowly developing mm-hmm. and evolving yeah, it. Sounds like, very similar instance to what you have.
0: Yeah, I guess a lot of the creators who do manga often have like a few series before ending up with the most popular one, but with um, the One Piece creator, he got One Piece from the get-go. I don't know if he had any other series and
2: works. I think all of his series were, like, sort of preludes to One Piece. It's, so like, a like different... Romance Dawn and mm. I Wanted was the other one. But they are all essentially prototypes of One Piece.
0: Prototypes, yeah, that's right. Mm. Um, Akira Toyama, he did Dragon Ball. He had, like, Dr. Slump initially, you know? Mm. Yeah. And moved True. on to Dragon Ball, then Z.
1: Yeah. It's, like, a build-up. Mm. Because they never just have the idea right away. They've got the prototype stories yeah. that build up and... It's always a work in progress. you just got to try and make the story and mm. taste the waters yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so I heard you've been talking a lot about Shonen series and often the characters always like some kind of boy or mm. looking for something or going on a journey. Yeah, And those are similar themes I heard through your story. That's and I'm right. wondering why tell that story? What do you want to share with the audience? I guess what do you mm. connect in terms um. of that story?
0: What I've learned is, it doesn't matter how good a story is, if the characters are badly designed and like don't have good personalities, nobody's going to follow the story, you know? I believe what drives a good story is the characters, because you want to follow their journey. Why should I care about your character, you know? Like, if I cared about your character, then I'd actually want to see him succeed, you know? Mm. Like, Goku, for example. I guess you grow up with him, you know? like mm. yeah. <laughs> That's true, <We laughs> you yeah. do grow up with him, literally. So, like, you start to care about him, you know, when he feels pain, you sort of feel pain as well. It's like a two-way thing, you know, if you care about the character, then you want to see them succeed in their journey.
1: Mm. So in a way, like by creating um, like a boy character that's looking for something, there's some type of relatability in of, that yeah. level. And you want to create that likability that they kind of started somewhere, yeah. even if it's because like, beginning. You start
0: from nothing and then you go out, set out in your journey to find yourself, mm. more or less, you know yeah with a bunch of fights sprinkled
1: (laughs) (laughs) with a a bit of fantasy and fights involved yeah to give it dramatic effect (laughs) So that kind of leads me into, you know, how did you build that world? And like, why do you think those components are necessary? How did you like construct that? Because it's been birthing in your head, Mm. and it's a weird word, but it's like thinking of the story and like, how did you come up with the components to like cohesively put it together in like a world setting?
0: I don't know if this will answer the question, but developing like towns that fit the world, if you know what I mean, like, I do plan for my comic or manga whatever you want to call it well, i want to have like several cities and like but they're really far apart from each other and each one has their own developed culture one example would be like one of the cities has a stadium and they're like I guess the townsfolks there love sports so they're going to wear like sporty clothing and stuff like that mm-hmm. that's like a cultural thing you know for them oh yeah yeah. that's mm. probably
1: the better way to word it it's like how did you make the culture like yeah. each story seems to have their own almost their own culture yeah like, dragon Ball Z has this style and this, culture that they've established and so i guess like as a creator, or well how do you yeah how do you make those things that where do you pick up the inspirations and decide on that mm-hmm. particular component to be part of the story
0: yeah i guess initially <laughs> five years ago i didn't really have a solid plan i was just drawing whatever mm-hmm. looked cool but now uh, whenever i design a character nowadays I have a solid idea in mind. I usually reference fashion now. Does oh,
1: fashion? Yeah, mm.
0: it's not what I used to do. <laughs> Didn't like fashion back then, but now.
1: Yeah, fashion is like, really interesting. Yeah,
0: like... and from there, like I can actually see the fashion artists themselves. They can because they draw inspiration from culture as well, and like not just random things. Sometimes fashion is random, but yeah, sometimes it's strategically made. If that makes mm. sense. Yeah, it's,
1: sometimes <laughs> it's mm. like deliberately planned.
0: Exactly, yeah.
1: For a purpose. Like, could you give me some fashion artists' examples or people you look up to?
0: Oh, well, I don't really have any. Because <laughs> I, I bought a few fashion books and I've just been like, it's actual photography, not mm-hmm. illustrated fashion. Oh, okay. But More fashion. That's why I can't name any. <laughs> yeah. A mention of like old and new and yeah all that, because like fashion is really mm-hmm. interesting.
1: Like what, it kind of comes back to characters as well. Like mm. what they wear often is a result of like experience all their preferences, personal well, preferences. Well, or you could, like,
0: you can write it, like, what they wear is like, their personality, you know? Yeah. yeah. In like, a way.
2: Yeah, character design should kind of articulate who they are. Mm. It's just, like, another piece of their character.
0: Yeah, that's right. Mm.
1: But in terms of, like, the world building and all that, <laughs> you choose a certain town setting or a certain vibe. Maybe you're influenced by a certain culture. Mm. Like, I guess one of those... What were you influenced by to create that world as a creator? Like for your yeah, comic, yeah.
0: I haven't. I haven't developed the world fully yet. Right now, I'm just working on one continent, yeah. and for the later parts, we'll introduce new continents, I guess. <laughs> and like, I guess maybe islands and stuff like that. Maybe an isolated island will have like a less developed culture. It's more yeah,
1: cause more like, traditional, you know. Yeah, one piece is like you know that it has this pirate culture mm. like they travel they've established themselves like an adventure genre yeah. so when I think one piece I'm thinking about like you know they're on the ships and they're on like different islands and they're they've got like beaten up clothing and that's all little things it's tied together details, yeah. to create the cohesive story and feel and like vibe together mm. Yeah, I guess it's I'm wondering, fun. how did you decide, like, for example, with your character designs and your world, how did you decide on those particular things? I guess I'm,
0: I'm basing it off me and my friends now. <laughs> like, friends. some of the way my friends dress, a lot of them are, like, just jumpsuits, I guess. A jumpsuit. Some of them, and then others is just, like, jackets, and then a few mm-hmm. of my friends fall into fashion. You know? yeah. Yeah. yeah, true. And if you base characters off your friends... But Mm -hmm. exaggerate things that they do. Uh,
1: Oh, yeah. Exaggerate what they do. Yeah.
0: But, like, just take, just say they have five personality, like, traits. You take two of them and then you exaggerate them to create a character. It doesn't always have to be a carbon copy because that's a bit... You don't want to do that, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Because
1: it's like, usually people are like, I'm influenced by Japanese culture. That's why this is, like, it's really... Oriental like the style and everything the environment like Naruto has a very Japanese culture mm. It's ninja. It's like Japanese culture to the core mm, that's And right. You don't see any Western culture at all like they will obviously influence at a certain period of Japan Japanese culture Yeah,
0: a lot of the or well, the main hidden leaf village. is all It's Japanese obviously and Yeah then, once you get outside of that, they start to introduce slightly different, like, variations, cultures and mm, stuff like that. True. Yeah.
1: Which is really interesting, mm. like, they've, but it still cohesively works together yeah. and it's all part of this, like, immersive story, immersive world that people are, like, getting sucked in.
2: One mm. thing which is surprising about narrative of all things is, it's surprisingly, mm. like, modern, like, if you ever look at the buildings, they're all, like, apartments, like, oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure they have electricity in that world. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> they do. <laughs>
1: yeah, um, yeah, of it's really I,
2: modern.
1: Same with Dragon Ball. Like, there's flying ships, but it's like oh, they've Dra- got Dragon Balls dinosaurs. Is, and <laughs> Dragon Ball
0: is more futuristic, but it's mixed with um
1: nineties, eighties <laughs> vibe. Um, it has flying
0: cars, like modern cities, yeah, but capsules. <laughs> capsules yeah
1: <laughs> that's so like environments like as well as the character itself when they're brought together and plus if you get music oh my god <laughs> then you like got this whole world and i'm i'm really interested in that type of thing where yeah <laughs> you put everything together and you've got this world that people are really invested in
0: cuz like when you when you do a manga or a comic you can only do the artwork you can't really depict the music yeah, and animation true. But You're when it limited. comes, to, yeah, when it comes to the anime adaptation, it's up to the studio to develop, like actually develop the world mm. even further now. Yeah, like because yeah. the uh, anime is supposed to enhance. The manga mm-hmm. but, but sometimes it's all, it happens all the way around you know
1: yeah the manga is
0: better but you know because
1: they've got a fleshed out story mm. kind of comes to my um, next question for for everyone really like what makes a compelling story you've mentioned before um, that the characters drive the story rather mm. than the plot carrying the story you know what's your thoughts behind that um, what kind of made you think I guess to with, that point
0: <laughs> i guess with this book i've been reading it's known as a Manga Bible written by Hirohiki, the guy who did Jojo pretty much.
1: <laughs> Good way to sum it.
0: The book's called Manga in Theory and Practice. So these guys will link it afterwards in the end or something like that. Mm-hmm. So pretty much in the book he states like the four major like fundamentals of a Manga. In order of importance they are characters, story, settings and themes. So I guess with the characters we already discussed you know and then it falls on the story now the story the characters drive the story you know like Mm -hmm. if you have a plot that just moves by itself you're gonna have like issues like plot armor, inconsistencies with the story you know Mm -hmm. things like that. Mm -hmm. The setting will be the environment and themes will be like you know friendship stuff like that you know (laughs) but yeah, you get what I mean, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's yeah. a good book of reference, which mm. we will put in the episode notes if anyone's interested to check it out.
0: Yeah. It's definitely worth the buy if you want to, like, Correct. start your own, story. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: It's interesting that he um, put themes as, like, the lowest element. Hmm. Mm-hmm. There's normally one thing that I think of when I think of compelling stories is a story that kind of interweaves its themes with every other element. For example, One Piece, there is always, like, adventuring is always a consistent theme, and mm. almost every single place I go to ultimately is meant to challenge that theme. Mm. And that's kind of what drew me into it, was like seeing these characters ultimately have to deal with the ideas of freedom and exploration, essentially in a world which is trying everything it can to, like, stop that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: It's pretty much
2: crazy, you know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: That's true. And on some level, like, it, re- realistically, like, some characters, obviously, they, some sometimes the author... Wants to like retire a character, right? But like with the audience, they might be they might get too attached and like what (laughs) this character is not going to be there like in the crew the whole time. (laughs) So yeah, yeah, I'm kind of interested in like the theme as well, and also I guess morals. Like what I'm just thinking about elements of a compelling story, like you know what what is the point of a story in fact you know yeah. <laughs> the characters and um the whole story itself has some type of theme or moral you know I guess it's... What, what do you kind of want to share when you're creating a story and...
0: um i guess first of all you should start with the characters <laughs> <laughs> design the characters to be interesting relatable and like definitely avoid generic tropes you know like if they're generic you know you're not going to be interested or invested if you're going to have Mm -hmm. a character saying i want to go on an adventure you (laughs) know of course you got to go (laughs) you know
1: but what's kind of like i guess in your definition what makes a great character to you
0: Mm. i guess yeah it's what strikes you initially is the design of the character it's like oh that guy looks cool or like i like her design you know for example Mm-hmm. and then once that happens you you want to like learn more about them see what they like their core va- values are like what they're good they're bad like whether they fall in the story you know and if they're like overly designed and then they just appear as a bad guy and that's it you know <laughs> it's kind of disappointing mm-hmm. but it happens a lot you can't really do much about it um, uh,
1: i guess like there is some stories that have very generic character designs but the plot itself does sound interesting but then once you get into it and you see the personalities of the characters, you know, sometimes you get hooked from that. As a is an example of good characters?
0: Like, well-designed will be John Toro, <laughs> you know, with these red yeah. hats, you know. He got, he's still a high school student, he's buff, <laughs> you know. He's got a chain, he's got a f- sense like, of fashion with the belts mm-hmm. as well.
1: So is that something, like, for you, when you're attracted to stories, like, the character design is what pulls you in first? Yeah over like some stories where they're like generic that usually there's a lot of anime ones where they're in school right and it's like very generic
0: i uh, stay away from those <laughs> <laughs> they're not your kind of a story <laughs> like there's a reason one piece is still going on to this day you know if it wasn't popular it would have died out like many many years ago yeah yeah Dragon Ball Z is still popular to this day. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, Naruto still has like a huge fan base. Yeah, you
1: because know? I think a lot of it comes to how they've established the world as well. Yeah, and then they put like, put together like a soundtrack that's also very memorable. Mm. Everything that's with it, and you grow with it as well if you're like reading it from the beginning. You're seeing their journey.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: Span out to the very end.
0: Yeah, like I think for me, there have to be like long stories are better than shorter ones. Like shorter ones wrap up too quickly. Like sometimes they're done well, but in my opinion, honestly,
1: you like longer stories.
0: Yeah, wanna like grow a with the character. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you wanna be on the
1: the same journey with them? Yeah,
0: because like that way they'll be put in many many different situations, and it's usually one guy writing mm. the story as well. Don't even know mm. how that's possible. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so you like the first person kind of narrative? Mm. Uh, I guess I'm really open. Like for my personal opinion. For me, it's the morals. Like, your character designs are cool, and I love character design. Mm. But, like, I'm really pulled by the things that happen to the characters and on some level, like, things that challenge them as well. Um, yeah.
0: I think that's why it's good to strike yeah. a good balance between the four major components of an angle.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, if you focus on one solely, then it's going to affect yeah. others. Yeah, having that balance is really important. One story that doesn't work, well, oh, it's always going to be one piece. A lot of people will say its tr- it's gone on for too long, but every time there's a new arc, your characters are faced with a new situation and mm-hmm. yeah. how they deal with it is what's honestly what happens next you know and the way you can do things like that in the manga is with ginger eels. He makes you have like a reaction shot in the end of the page no your character's like damn i'm gonna die now <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then you flip the page you see like what's actually happened to him or what's gonna happen you know things that engage the viewer or reader
1: mm-hmm just as a opposition from what you say about characters. Mm. I do enjoy the stories, which may, may have bland-looking characters, but very yeah. in-depth personalities. Yeah, mm. there's
2: no better example than Note, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Depno. <laughs> the definitely. character designs are, like, very generic, but, again, like, the story is super engaging.
1: I guess, and you get to know yeah. them in depth. Like, you're like, okay, they look normal, but then you see the plot, the mm. summary or the synopsis, and you're like, oh, this sounds really interesting. Yeah. Then
0: you watch yeah. it and you're like I guess I was yeah. sad by something my friend recommended <laughs> me I don't remember its name but I watched two episodes of it the characters were really 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 generic but I couldn't handle it the story was really good but I couldn't handle it <laughs> <laughs> the, the characters were just annoying generic uh, boring yeah I guess it yeah.
1: depends from person to person like yeah. what's important to them It's not,
0: like, it wasn't their design it was just their personalities that are Aww, Yeah. And sometimes mm. the
1: person, yeah, for some people it is a likable personality. That's right. But in sometimes that likable, I guess it can change. Like you can hate a character mm. at the start and they can grow on you if you continue to watch. That's right. And at times maybe it's a deliberate choice by the author to hate the character, to be <laughs> like, I hate this main character. Yeah, but yeah. like sometimes it's good to challenge the audience in that sense as like it's you know why like, do I hate this character yeah. like they, they must embody something that you hate in like life and mm. people in general just a so. bad
0: person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's sometimes good to flip the script and make your main character the one that's liked by everyone do something bad like a bad decision you know which a bad decision something yeah. that questions his morals or their morals depends on the actual character
1: so you're more interested mm-hmm. in the character development
0: yeah because like yeah it's character growth i
1: guess you know <laughs> <laughs> so it's what makes a compelling story for you mm-hmm. what about you sean
2: like i mentioned before i kind of really like themes mm-hmm. um, i think themes are incredibly important stories that i think work best are the ones which kind of interweave the themes in an interesting way ones that also you use a lot of detail so one piece is Again, a very good example. They always put in little details very early on in the story, and then five, six years later, they'll simply like (laughs) actively use those in the story.
0: Because a lot of the things early on are mentioned, and then later, yeah, yeah, like you said, starts to make sense. It's like, I can't believe they pulled that off, but they plotted it from the start, exactly. Yeah, Yeah.
2: so I think it's like an attention to detail, Mm. like not letting them opportunity to go to waste I mm. think that's just efficient storytelling mm.
1: I think for me it's just having that basic need of evoking emotion as well mm. and also relatability the themes the themes like you as well Sean it's really important to me I can bypass like character designs yeah. <laughs> a bit different like it has to be somewhat realistic for me as well to relate, but also can be a bit fantasy. Mm. Like I like a co- character who can question things and be self-aware on some level. I really enjoy those type of characters. It's like, oh yeah, at least this character's self-aware. Mm. Like I didn't like Re Zero because the character's like, didn't even, he's like going, he's walked <laughs> to another world and then he doesn't even question. It. He's like, yeah, cool. I'm like,
2: yeah, um, uh, <laughs> the show only becomes good at towards the end of each half when the characters like, all right, kind to actually take this seriously. <laughs> it's like, okay, good, you're actually starting to yeah. learn a little bit and yeah. develop.
0: Do they just go back to normal next episode? <laughs> uh, yeah, they yeah. going through the yeah,
1: too, because it's like, it's oh, like, I'm like back people, to right? It's like some. St- I feel like there's a there is a bit of a separation though. Like there is the story and there's the people involved in the story. Mm. Sometimes you might not like the people, but then you want to hear the story like there's a lot of criminal documentaries out there. It's like you're not going to like the criminals. <laughs> yeah. And you may not even like the victims. Maybe they're bad people, but then you want to <laughs> you want to hear what happens to them. It's like what the heck happened? How did it happen? And I like, I think there's there's yeah. cases like that where you have it's like two sides of a coin like, in a way like to me the, there is the story component and the characters but then there's times where the story is carried character does drive it Anyway, you know what but the characters always drive it but you're not always going to like the characters yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. when you're watching those kinds of crime shows is it a thing of you want to see if this person gets like prosecuted
1: on some level yes but some level no like sometimes that it's purposely named as an unsolved crime so you know mm-hmm. that they probably got away with it In but some, you kind of yeah. want to know what happened like how
0: how did, they how get did it get to
1: that point like yeah. uh, what exactly happened and why yeah. like why did it happen as well maybe because it's just interesting you kind of like living another experience sometimes as humans I feel like we want to live I and mean, we crave to live mm. certain experiences because it's real yeah there's mm. a thrill to it So I have a burning question which I've been thinking is why do you think as people were so attracted to stories? Reality TV is really interesting to me. Like, it's supposed to be candid, I guess. You, you have the impression that you're like, it's going to be real people. Watch. It's like a documentary, almost. Mm-hmm. But it's not. It's actually a narrative. You guys, Everyone's heard of X Factor, right? Yeah. So, yeah, right. full fat video. They did a video essay on X Factors and why the winners of X Factor never really succeed.
0: They might succeed in the show, but after
1: that, it's... After that, they don't really have, you know, something that yeah. makes them, like, shine in, like, a celebrity world, right? But in the X Factor show, they have a set narrative and a set ethos that anyone can become a star. Yeah. So they chose someone with, like, with the most tragic story, like, oh, yes, they, they survived a car accident. <laughs> I don't mean to mock them, but it's, like, the trope, okay? It's the trope. every X Factor show. <laughs> They've like survived any, a car accident. It's like any reality this is their show. only opportunity, you know? Mm. The idea is that they're gonna transform by the end. The X Factor does that. Unfortunately, but, like you said
0: <laughs> they had this opportunity but it's not gonna lead anywhere.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I feel mm-hmm. like it's a sad dead end. Like yeah. it's just for the show's narrative. And that's what a lot of like reality tv shows are it's like
0: it's just for the show to make money and then... it's just
1: for the producers and the show to like attract people in and in that point is it real in that sense like how many stories are like there is stories that are actually real but like sometimes they're saturated and what do we really want from that story like do we want the real thing or do we actually want an exaggerated version of
2: that story yeah, that's right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> what one metric i would love to see is if somebody went through and watched all the seasons of the bachelorette <laughs> like the bachelor and the bachelorette <laughs> and figured out how many of those couples actually stayed together like six months after the show ended you know that's, that's true. like another example of like they're essentially creating this narrative but like there's no conceivable way that it's realistic Mm. I think most people are partially aware of like reality TV not being reality. Classic, yeah. I mean, they're still like reality I TV guess
0: It's the drama thing. they like. Yeah.
1: yeah, and it's the mm-hmm. same with W.O.E. Like people know wrestling isn't wrestling's fake. wrestling's fake, you know, and that that pulls people. Some people off, like yeah, some people like will uh, be f- like, I prefer UFC. It's real. A few more friends.
0: When my friends found out wrestling
1: was fake back in primary school. They so were like, I I've got my <laughs> too. <laughs> but my friend, like, I have a friend who's still really interested, still into wrestling, purely for the story. Like, you know, it's basically, like, exaggerated, shown mm-hmm. in a way. It's like, yeah. but, like, you're American after the, you're and after
2: stupid. The, you're after the fights. <laughs>
1: <laughs> basically, you're just after the fights.
2: Wrestling is the greatest soap opera in the world. Mm.
1: Yeah, it's just like fights, stupidity, big shows, yeah. <laughs> like exaggerated characters. That's what they have. Like people it's, it's have not like, it's not
0: random. Yeah, strategically made as well. Like mm. and then they do like long term storytelling with it. Yeah, which you see like I don't remember the, rest of the news, but <laughs> you see one develop from potentially a good guy to a villain. You know? Oh yeah, space, they or, have know? like a
1: uh, what's it? What kind of story arc is that called? Gilded. Hilton. You've ever heard
2: the phrase heel turn, it actually comes from wrestling because good guys are called faces, bad guys are called heels.
1: Yeah. That's right. And that's that's like when that's interesting, like a character's descent. Like from good to bad. And then the other way around is also really interesting too. And I feel like stories is really interesting. It's so flexible. You can yeah. have a really realistic story that's like so real to the core. Mm. But you can have one that is exaggerated because, you know, stories on some level can be imaginary or a retelling of the past. Yeah, and retelling of your, yeah,
0: like, experiences as, experiences. as well. Experiences.
1: Mm. And I can't, I've i just been thinking, like, in if stories, or I guess for me, what I really want from a story, and maybe, I don't know, if you guys for the same, is kind of want to take away something, quote-unquote something, or feel something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, a story that makes me feel nothing makes me, like, not not I'm not invested in Disappointed, yeah. to support it. Yeah, and in a way, like we all live life, right? And life is like a never-ending story. There's like endless prequels and sequels where life is created. Old life dies. It kind of just goes on, mm. and so like each life that is lived, it's a journey of its own. I guess some people feel like they have their life already set out for them, so it's already interesting to watch and kind of live someone else's life through a story you know, it's mentally stimulating, that's what I feel like, stories give me that mental stimulation, and I I enjoy both, the realistic stories, stuff that makes you think as well, (laughs) stuff that makes you think, I think, yeah, Yeah. stories that make you, provoke you to think is also a really compelling story, like, and stories that provoke you to think about social issues, like, Parasite for example that's a fame like that's becoming a really well-known Korean movie and they talk about the wage gap and they talk about the difference between classes which is really interesting makes you question like who's the real parasite you know is it the wealthy people using the poor people is it the poor people going into the wealthy family and using their wealth you know it's all these questions and I think I like a story that so who's the Gives bigger... me more questions <laughs> yeah. to think about. It's like, yeah.
0: in the end, you're both bad guys, but, like, it's who's the Are they bigger really bad guys. Bad? Like, <laughs> Not really Like,
1: is really interesting. Sometimes in the it's a situation
0: you're put in that makes you yeah. consider bad, but you need to do this for your daughter, for example, you know? Yeah. yeah the... I
1: like... I love it when they write good villains, though. Like, mm-hmm. because the whole idea of an antagonist is to challenge the protagonist yeah. in some way. I love it when they have a good antagonist where it's like you can understand and relate to the antagonist and you're like they're not they're bad making bad choices or that but like, then you don't yeah. feel like you know what I mean? <laughs> like,
0: well, where you're what you're saying, it's like I understand. It's just I feel like it's been overdone nowadays. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, it is a bit overdone. there's no there's no more bad guys for the be like for the sake of being bad guys, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know? we don't get that anymore. We don't have like racist villains anymore. True. No like stuff I think like that.
1: It's kind of interesting you said that. Like mm-hmm. it's done before this whole idea of cliches. Yeah. Because in the past it's not a cliche, but, it, but as you do it more, it becomes a cliche. Now it's
0: becoming a cliche that you have to relate to the villain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: It's. It's Um, like doing a comparison between Heath Ledger's Joker versus Joaquin Phoenix's, you know? Like, they made a very clear point of how the newer Joker got to the position he did. Whereas, Mm -hmm. like, Heath Ledger's Joker, they essentially... The entire point of him was, he was... How did he get here? Like, you're not meant to know. Yeah, it was mysterious. You're not meant to relate to him.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's there to drive the story and... I guess, compliment the main character, of Batman, obviously, you know? Yeah, it's like true. A good bad guy has to compliment the good guy. The good guy, yeah. You know? <laughs> like, you need this side by side thing, you know? It's one can't exist without the other. Yeah, true. And I think that's what helps a story as well.
1: Mm. So, complementary of characters, yeah. a cast, complementary cast of yeah. characters. So I don't. I'm kind of wondering. I know the anti-hero trope is done before as well. But well, what are your thoughts on that? Like that's a natural. It's where the villain and the like good guy is kind of mixed a bit. Just so they
0: potentially a rival. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but the anti-hero is like an interesting trope in a way. Um, like Deadpool, he does. I I can't say he's like a super good guy. He's not a
0: good guy. He's not. He's well. Not, <laughs> he does do good, but he also does bad. <laughs> yeah. I'll just say a character yeah. might have, you know, morals. He won't kill that guy, but the anti-hero, I guess, will kill it, you know, <laughs> for example.
1: <laughs> True. So I guess to me, like, what, I guess what elements, when you start thinking of a story, for people who out there who want to make a story, what are some things they should think about?
0: Um, I guess to start off where do you want your like story to take place is it going to be the real world first of all but our reality or is it going to be like a fictional
1: or merged
0: (laughs) or merged you know like for me i'm doing a bit of both like Mm -hmm. but it's mostly i'd say 70 percent you know fictional and then the rest just sprinkled in a bit of reality you know just like (laughs) trying to keep it grounded but not too much i don't know if that makes sense it's up to you i guess as the And then um, from that, you can start developing characters like through the environments. Like we discussed earlier, if it's going to be like a poor town, for example, the fashion there is going to be like probably, you know, drags and stuff like that. Nothing fancy, you know? It's got potentially red clothing as well. I guess something that Um,
1: suits like the, um, if you think about classes as well, um, and where they're going to be. But I think one thing that's really important when you're thinking of your story is definitely the. The themes, the purpose as well. What do you... Why tell your story in the first place Mm. as well? Like, what what do you want to share with the audience? What do you want them to take away from the story? Because, like, we talked about viewers, right? At least my opinion is that we often want to take something from a story.
0: I guess, for me, I want to focus on growth and... Hard work, I guess, hard you know, because mm-hmm. what I, what I see a lot now is, is just say gym, you know, people go to gym, they go for one month and go like, I don't see my muscles, I'm going to quit, mm-hmm. you know, but they have to understand that it takes, it takes time, takes a lot of time, you know, you won't get it straight away, you might take, the bodybuilders, it's a life dedication, you know, yeah. you gotta, it's a lifestyle, mm-hmm. Yeah. so I guess that's part of what I want to tell this story, you know. Telling your story,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. it's growth and hard work. I mean
2: there's a really good phrase that i've heard a couple of times from different screenwriters and it's uh write what you know mm. so essentially instead of pulling from experiences you don't have you're pulling from like personal experiences personal knowledge like personal values and you can generally tell a far stronger or far more emotional story that yeah. way because yeah. you're obviously just pulling from like more personal things that you're just generally more interested in yeah and
1: the the viewers or the readers, however you present your story, they can tell. Sometimes, like, yeah, you've got to know what you're writing and pull from your personal experiences, you know, if not, you know, research, what is that, if you want to make a character that's, you're like, okay, I've never lived that life before, you know, maybe interview a friend that's kind of lived that life. It's really dangerous now in the modern day yeah. to misrepresent, <laughs> um, like say you might misrepresent a mental disorder or, you know, it kind of resembles that. Some people can take it so literally like that's why it know, should be you gotta research what you're like initial. research
0: interview and don't don't do it unless you've also experienced it i guess if it's something you still don't understand stay away from it then like yeah, that's probably the safest be option best
1: to not actually put yeah. it in i think though. what you
0: can do instead is like Sean mentioned just draw from your own experiences but exaggerate it a bit maybe (laughs) exaggerate it a
1: bit because you're allowed to in a story yeah Yeah.
0: and also when doing a story don't make it like the character gets away with ease (laughs) make it so that it's worst case scenario for the character and they Mm -hmm. barely scrape out the situation or they encounter rather I think that's what makes it more interesting if it's just going to be like possibly a car crash that's it character walks away (laughs) fine that's boring but if it's going to be a car crash Mm -hmm. they hit a truck for example and the truck's gonna explode <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> somehow
1: they get away <laughs> I <don't know>. but
0: <laughs> but at the same time they're fighting like monsters <laughs> you know how they're gonna get away from I guess those two things I got
1: some I got another question for you mm. how do you balance that out like you have winning and losing scenarios and scenarios where characters just scrape by yeah obviously if you do the same scenario again and again audience will predict well, what's yeah, gonna yeah. happen That's even if it. they're like oh the character's just gonna scrape by like with Goku you're like you know Death is not even a thing in Dragon Ball Z. Like, I guess he died yeah. already at the very first start of the Saiyan saga. First arc, yeah, and then you know they just come back to life by the wishing life, them alive. So you just the know the way they
0: tackle that now is with Dragon Ball Super. Yeah. It's like it can still be wished back But now it's like the risk of being eliminated forever Just like
1: mm. So I guess I'm wondering mm. uh, It's how just a build think, up for that yeah. How do you think like, as a storyteller how as well
0: that's, uh,
1: More like balance between the different scenarios I
0: guess if you're going to do a power up for a character I think you should have it like seen throughout the story have it build up you know get give hints of it you know so like maybe a few chapters into the story you might see like character improving slightly but nothing major you might notice how or like an ability developing but it's just something so slight that if you don't pick it up then you're gonna miss it and then later on in the story you're gonna be like what the hell's happening <laughs> it's just like attention to detail i guess attention not detail like that. so
1: yeah is there any, like, takeaway points we want to leave the audience with?
0: The reference materials that I suggested, um, these guys will include it. Probably, probably links and stuff like that. Yeah, in the episode yeah, notes. Just references, yeah. Um, if you want to start a manga or don't know where to start, maybe just hit me up, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I right. Give you some feedback. And if you're unsure where to start, you know, maybe just start studying on, like, just reading, st- seeing how, like, other artists do it. Mm-hmm. You know, reach yeah, reach out, you know.
1: And Sh- Almond's actually participating in the Illustration Club's character tournament. don't know if that's still running, but yeah. <laughs> if you're in Perth, uh, Perth, Australia, the Illustration Club is a great community, a great illustration community where they create both characters and just illustration of all kinds, like stories as well. And you can get feedback on their Discord and their Facebook group on the mm-hmm. things you're working on. I think we'll link both yeah oh we'll definitely link them in they'll be great yeah. um, they're great and obviously there's a lot of other illustrator networks that will also link inside our podcasts i think also i should mention the comic there's a comic network as well which is a great place to get some advice mm. you know always great to get feedback on your stories yeah. and get someone to read it get Instead of just one person, get multiple people to get different reviews and different...
0: That's right. Um. Because like one person, if you show it to your family, they're going to be like, it's good no matter what. Yeah, it's good. But show it to people who might have done comics. That way, they know where to point you in the right direction. Mm. Because if you're going to show a designer your work, they're going to give you right feedback. If you're going to show a non-designer, they're going to give you wrong feedback, you know?
1: yeah like non-designers mm. will see it in a different way exactly where it's like another character designer might comment on your character design and it's like yeah mm-hmm. it's, it's good to exactly, yeah. Yeah. it's good to show like a diverse um diverse set of people mm. that's right yeah so yeah we hope you enjoyed this episode of the art of storytelling for our burning question what makes a compelling story for you and why do you think it's so important to tell stories you can let us know through our hashtag pod4creative on Facebook and Instagram and tag us at plus4creativeau. We also welcome any feedback or reviews to help improve our podcast. So throw it our way. Yeah. <laughs> let us know how we do in our podcasts. If you'd like to see more of Ahmed, you can find him on his Instagram at (laughs) X, And we'll put a link to his comic in the episode notes. Thank you for listening once again. And we hope to see you again for the next episode. Have a great day or night, wherever you are. And stay safe. See you around.
2: See you.